Hello everyone and welcome to the Athlete Tribe podcast. I'm your host Lee Eldridge. In this podcast we'll be talking to elite coaches, practitioners, athletes and high achievers about how to improve performance. We'll be covering topics such as training, improving your sport, work and overall life. I hope you enjoy the show today. Please feel free to leave a review. Today we're going to be talking about how to design a training program. So over the course of the video, we're going to go about goal setting, structuring, building out, all those different types of areas. But before we start, I need to note that this is a general preparation program. So it means that if you're doing any sport or any type of training, you can base your program around what we're going to talk about in this video. So in another video, I talked about the importance of your why. Now, your why is hugely important and it's very different to everybody. And the reason why this is so important is that it helps us to keep motivation, keep moving forward. So before you start training, think about your why, record it, write it down, and this will help you to maintain motivation during the course of a program. The next point is to think about goals. So start off by breaking those goals down and writing down clear dates that you want to accomplish certain things by. If we don't put down dates, what happens is that things just take longer. Okay, If you're in a business meeting and you give that meeting an hour, you will take an hour to complete that meeting. Likewise, if you give it 30 minutes, it will take 30 minutes. I want you to think about the primary goal of your training program. This is an area that a lot of people get wrong because they're trying to do too many things or trying to achieve too many goals. Realistically, think about the primary goal that you want to achieve in this program. The next thing is to think about KPIs or key performance indicators. So the reason why I want to do that is so that we don't get fuzzed up or get confused or don't have the right idea that we're moving in the right direction. So for example, if you are trying to build muscle and your main goal is hypertrophy, well, obviously the biggest KPI to a certain degree is gonna be your body weight. So what you need to do is take your body weight twice a week, same time. Obviously it's good to kind of keep an eye on yourself in a mirror to make sure that you're not putting on too much body fat, etc. Likewise, if strength is your main goal, recording those numbers, seeing how well you're improving your progressive overload. Once you've sorted out the why and the goals, the next thing is to think about the outline. So there's a number of questions that we need to answer to help us develop some structure and build out the program. So first off, how many sessions can you realistically complete each week or each month? So be honest with yourself because a lot of people are like, I can do five sessions, you know, I can do double sessions. And then three, four, five weeks down the line, that's not happening. So think about the consistent sessions that you can hit every week. How long are those sessions gonna be? That has a huge you know, variation on how many exercises we can complete and how we're gonna focus on different exercises or big 
exercises for that session. Obviously, wide variation in restrictions going on across the world at the moment, but what access do you consistently have to equipment? Is your gym open? Okay, if it's not, you're gonna be training at home. What equipment do you have at home? Is there any other equipment that you can buy or lend from somebody to improve or increase the number of exercises that you can complete? What's your recovery gonna be like? It's great that everyone says, oh, I'm gonna train four or five times per week, but nobody says, actually, I'm gonna recover three, four, five sessions per week as well on top of that. The next one is about sleep. So try and look ahead and think about what your sleep's gonna be like. If you know you're gonna be super busy at work or you've just had a baby, it's probably not the best idea to kind of cram in all your training or have a huge training block in the next four to eight weeks. Be realistic. What's your nutrition like? How well do you know your nutrition knowledge? Do you know what you should be eating? Do you know what it should look like? when it should happen. What's your supplements like? Now, supplements are supplementing your diet. They're not the number one thing, but they're important to understand. And the more honest you are in those questions, the easier it is and the more realistic that you're gonna achieve the goals you set out. So the next part of the puzzle is structure. And when we talk about structure, the most or the biggest thing that people will talk about is training splits. And if you've never heard of that, then basically it's how you split your movements or your body parts down to the week. So think back to the first question. If you've got a large number of sessions that you can complete over the course of the month, then your splits will be very different to somebody who can only get in the gym once or twice a week or train once or twice a week. And there's a wide variety of different splits that you can do. So you might choose what some people term old school training, where you pick one body part or one movement and you train that on one particular day. Or you might go all your pushing exercises, all your pulling exercises, and then all your lower body leg exercises. And you'll, you'll copy that during the course of, of the week, for example. For me, if you're also looking to do team training or you're looking to do some form of training outside of the gym, then it's probably the best idea is to stick to total body sessions. And the reason for that is if you imagine if we do our lower body, our leg training, we're gonna have huge fatigue in those legs. So we're not gonna be able to, you know, maybe do as well as we could in team training or running sessions based. So we're trying to spread the fatigue over the course of the week. Also, what happens is that it increases the number of frequency we can hit those different types of movement or muscles, which is a huge positive. And looking at the research, it's highly beneficial. The second point on structure is that we are looking at being an athlete. So we need to probably move away from thinking about muscles and thinking more about movements or movement patterns. So realistically, there are a few movement patterns that we need to be doing over the course of the week. And some may argue about the different types of patterns. But for me, there's only really squat hinge, pressing, so that's horizontal and vertical, pulling, horizontal and vertical, 
some single leg exercises, a bridge and a carry. And they're really the main basis of what I would do and how I would program. Now, if you think back to the amount of sessions during the course of the week, that's gonna vary on the amount of times that you can hit those movements. But you don't need to hit them with load all the time. So what do I mean by that? Well, it's a good idea to hit all those movements in a warm-up. And if you do that, then depending on the number of times that you train during the week, you'll hit those movement patterns. What I want you to do is, if you break down those movement patterns on a piece of paper, write out how many exercises you know for each of those different movement patterns, and also how competent you are, or you think you are, in those movement patterns. So for example, let's think about the squat. So, barbell back squat, front squat, pin squat, box squat, goblet squat. There's so many variations to a squat that it gives you a huge variation in your training, which is a great thing. Um, and also it allows you to adjust that movement to suit your body. So for example, if you are somebody who is quite tall, you know, and has long femurs, a barbell back squat might not be the best thing for you. It might be a pin squat, it might be a front squat, however well you fit that exercise. And start off with that and go through all them. So go through all your hinge movements, all your pushes, all your presses, etc. And then this helps to then build out the training program. So then on a separate piece of paper, you might write down Monday, Tuesday, etc. or day one, day two, day three. And now you have your list of exercises that you're gonna do, and now you're just gonna drag them and drop them across into the week. So for example, day one might look like a squat movement, a pull movement, a hinge, a press, for example. Then day two might be press, single leg, pull, bridge. And basically you build out that so that you make sure that you hit all those movements over the course of the week. Now, the next thing to kind of talk about is, and probably a lot of people will be like, this is not correct what I'm saying, but realistically, sets and reps don't really matter that much if your execution and your intent is rubbish, crap or poor. What do I mean by that? Say for example, you're gonna do four sets of eight reps. Well, start off with, what's your execution like on that exercise? How well are you at doing whatever you need to do, whether that's create tension, create force, bar speed, movement, whatever it is, how well are you at executing that movement? And that is where a coach is somebody that you should be investing in to say, hey, look, you need to improve this, you need to look at this, etc. Because what we see and what we feel are two very different things. So I turn around and say, right, four sets of eight. Well, you might do the first four reps with great execution, but the last four aren't very good. Realistically, you've done four sets of four then. And once you get to that idea, and this has been a huge change in my opinion over the last five years, is that execution is so important. The next part is that intent is really important. 
What do I mean by that? Well, if you're trying to move the bar as fast as possible, you move it as fast as possible. If you're trying to increase the amount of muscular tension in that system, you're trying to increase the tension. You need to have that clear, focused intent. So we need to turn off the phone. We need to be engaged with what we're doing. And what I find funny is when I talk to friends or talk to people, they talk about this idea of gym bunnies or gym monkeys. Lifting weights properly or completing movement patterns properly is a skill and it takes time to develop and you need to be coached and you need to be filming your technique, etc. It's not something that's real easy to do um, and people just don't see that from an outsider looking in. So once you finish that session, of course, look at those key performance indicators, you know, look at the load that you lifted, are you increasing the load, et cetera, et cetera, if that's something, if that's one of your goals. But really think about or question yourself, what was my execution like on every set, in every exercise? What was my intent like in the movements? And lastly, how focused was I? And by answering those questions, it enables you to get a better understanding of how to get yourself into the right state to be training. And that is a huge game changer. If you can get yourself into the right state, you're gonna have and be much more successful in what you do. To break it all down and just to summarize, start off with your whys and your goals. That is the kind of bottom of the pyramid, the foundation for what you're trying to achieve. Next, think about the outline. Next, start to build out your training. Then think about how well you're gonna execute and have intent in those movements. And lastly, review the process. And one thing that I try to get that everybody works with me, whether that's athletes, whether that's semi-professional athletes, whether that's business leaders, whatever, is to set aside some time during the course of the week where you can spend maybe 10, 15 minutes and review your week and really think down, what can I do better? What can I change? What went wrong? Why did it go wrong? Who can support me in my, my goals? How am I going to push through and move to the next level, whatever that might be? Because once we have this idea of self-reflection, it leads to self-awareness, which helps us in all walks of life. So I hope that you've enjoyed this video. It's been short to try and break down those things. If you have any questions, leave comments below. You know, I'm trying to, to grow this channel. I'm trying to get different messages out there that might be slightly different to how other people might program. I'd love you to subscribe, you know, click the like button, share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and probably the best way is to DM us on there. I hope you have a great week training and look forward to hearing from you.